Hello, and welcome to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Brian to the Boom Corrigan, joined as always by the diabetic dynamo himself, Andrew Dobes. Hello. And Brendan, the producer, Pika. Heyo. Welcome into our week 11 preview episode part two. We are excited to bring to you the best of what we can offer when it comes to fantasy football analysis. Uh, Andrew, Brendan, we uh, yeah. there are two games we disagreed on uh, in our uh, NF or in our yeah right NFC yeah, home game episode. Um, Brendan, you know, typical Brendan, agreed with you on one of them, agreed with me on one of them. Yeah. He is, is a there... classic sit he's, on a fence type. He's person. playing both sides. Classic, classic. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> well, that may not serve him because Andrew. Overall, I do lead our game mm. predictor series eight to two. That means I've beaten yeah. you eight times. So I'm feeling strong. I like my odds, and chances are we will disagree on a couple games uh, in this episode as well. Nine we games, sh- I think. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's 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 a healthy odds amount. Odds are good. Uh, I will mention to everybody, there are a few bi-week teams, the 49ers, Bears, Bills, and Giants. Please adjust your lineups accordingly. And the first game we're going to break down, today we're breaking down the AFC home games, starting out with the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Will we disagree? Um, Starting with the Pittsburgh side of the ball, uh, no injuries. It is a healthy, healthy crew. Big Ben, I think, is a solid start this week. Jacksonville Jaguars is a team you can beat up on. And their trio of wide receivers. I think we saw it for the first time last week uh, where all three receivers scored a touchdown uh, and and crushed it. They were all really good, viable fantasy options. And a big part of that was because of Big Ben. So I think you can start Ben, Claypool, Johnson, as well as Juju Smith-Schuster. James Conner is a stud and somebody I would play. Okay, he's not a stud. I take that back. He is a above kind of a stud. Uh, I don't he's think underrated. he's underrated. Uh, I I disagree with that. Oh, he's the... he's 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 a serviceable running back against a beatable defense, yeah. and I think he is in that category. I I guess what defines stud? Top ten? Top fifteen? I'd say top ten. Top okay. Then I guess not. I I have a in top 15 yeah yeah he's around there he's around there he's good he's very good but i mean because of his the team he's on in his situation not necessarily because of his personal talent got it it. yeah that's that's what i mean we don't Um, disagree that much yeah as far as tight ends you know the other things we mentioned were pretty easy eric ebron does he tickle your fancy oh i mean He's coming up. He's had some good weeks in the past. So I would. I mean, there's other tight ends I obviously like better, but he's he's had some okay weeks. He's been involved. He had an okay week last week. Um, only two receptions, 38 yards, but he was targeted six times, and that's about his average. So kind of in a slump this week, but the uh three weeks prior was really good. I'll still take a risk on him. He'll roll the dice. I get it. I mean, Ebron is one of those guys who when he booms, he booms. Yeah. Uh, Over to the Jaguars side of the ball. Jake Lutton is still the quarterback in place of Minshew. James Robinson is limited in practice, but he is expected to play. LaVisca Chenault did not practice Wednesday, and he is questionable to play. Um, This is 
not as exciting of a matchup for this Jaguar team against a tough Steelers defense. I think, man, um, James Robinson is the only person who I would auto start, and it's gross. It's not because I feel great about it. Uh, would you play DJ Chark because of that connection he's shown with uh, the rookie Jake Lutton? Yeah, it's a start your stud situation. I mean, if anyone can, if there's going to be a, a good performer on this team, I think it's going to be DJ Chark. So. Yeah, and we saw it last week. T. Higgins got it done against the Steelers. I yep. think DJ Chark could be that uh, for this Jaguars team. So I would have Chark as a flex at best. Um, but man, close your eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. Got a wide receiver three. Okay. But pretty close. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. These two teams give me the Steelers, and I think you can feel pretty good about it. Yep. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans taking on the Baltimore Ravens, two of my uh, least favorite teams. Not a whole lot of love towards these two. Tennessee Titans, uh, Derek Henry, you're starting. It's a tough matchup. Uh, I would avoid Tannehill. A.J. Brown, you start because you have to, uh, but I think he's more wide receiver three than wide receiver one. Corey yep. Davis, I am fading altogether. And Giannu yeah, Smith, uh, I would start just because tight end is difficult, um, but I think he can piece together 60 yards. Oh, let's hope. Let's hope. But you got to start him. He's a, he's a top tight end. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. I like it. Uh, over to the Ravens side of the ball. Man, Andrew, you had a yay of the week by the name of Marquise Brown. Yeah, I love bold. that call. Uh, I think he can. Prediction. He's one of those players where he can go bananas. Uh, and I think yeah. this is a matchup where he can go bananas. So I, I like that pick. Marquise Brown, I think, is in play at the flex position. If he hits, he will hit big. Uh, as far as running game, Andrew, it looks like Mark yep. Ingram will, won't be a part of the plans this week. Uh, how do you feel about uh, the running back situation? Well, I like J.K. Dobbins over Gus Edwards. So if you got to play one, it's Dobbins. But they've this entire run game has been really inconsistent. Now, last week was kind of an outlier because they went up. They were losing by a lot against the Patriots, which was surprising. So they didn't get a lot of uh, rushing attempts. If I had to pick one, I would go J.K. Dobbins. But I'm not too thrilled about it. Yeah, yeah, my heart says 55% Dobbins uh, nope. and 45% Gus. So that is how I feel about that. Mark it's not, Andrews, you're not good enough. It's not, not good enough, but I think uh -oh. still serviceable. I think you can flex Gus in a desperation flex. I think he'll, he'll have some goal opportunities. Uh, yeah, I don't like it, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson, I think you have to start. And Andrews yep. is a solid start as well. Absolutely. These two teams, you know what? Give me the Titans. Dang it. Yeah, I was going Titans as well. Oh, Hoping man. we disagree on that. Uh, there was a part of me that wanted to, but uh, yeah. no, I think Titans, this is their moment in Titans. the sun. Yeah, especially after the uh, terrible game that the Ravens had against New England. So. Yeah, yeah, fair it's point. crazy that the Patriots controlled the weather that game. That was <laughs> so next level cheating. Bill Belichick is a wizard. Yeah. Speaking amazing. of Bill Belichick, next up we have the New England Patriots taking on the Houston Texans. For the Patriots side of the ball, Damian Harris is questionable with a chest injury. I would expect him to play. 
Um, if he does not play, I am not in any rush to start Burkhead or anybody else no. in his absence. Um, you know, it, Texans, it is a beatable matchup, but with the Patriots, you just don't get that assurance of who it's going to be. So if you had to, I would start Burkhead in Harris's absence, um, but it would be more of a flex play than a guaranteed RB2. Yeah, I mean, uh, Burkhead is coming off of two great games, but yeah, just not confident enough. Here's a question for you, Andrew. J.K. Dobbins or Burkhead if Harris is out? Um, I would probably go Burkhead. You know what? I think I'm right there with you. Yeah, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, I think that's that's a good opportunity there. Uh, other than the running backs between Harris and if he's out, Burkhead, any interest in wide receivers or Cam Newton? Well, actually, I do have a little bit of interest, so no Cam Newton. Interesting. But I okay. do like I do like Jacoby Myers. I the reason behind Cam Newton is just because this entire season I've not been a big fan of. Um, I would rather start James Winston over Cam Newton, for example. I do like Jacoby Myers, though. He's looking very good. He's the top receiver on this team, uh, and he's put up. A, he's had a couple good weeks, so. Myers is definitely a, a riskier flex, but ever since he's ever since week seven, he's had on average, I think, eight targets with 50 plus yards every every game. So, yeah, I, I would uh, there's there's worse players that you can you can start. Over Man, yeah, I am not there. Uh, I've seen this team with a lot of ups and a lot of downs, and it's been more down than up. So. I am Damien Harris or Burkhead, and that is it for me on this team. Even in a good matchup against the Texans, I just don't think this Patriots team is solid enough to get it done on a consistent yeah. basis. You're right. Yeah, I was just going to say inconsistent team. So, so. Um, yeah, yeah. And over to know. the Texans side of the ball, uh, the Patriots are looking vulnerable. Apparently, even Superman bleeds. The only major injury in this game is Duke Johnson did not practice with an illness. David Johnson was ruled out. He was placed on yep. IR, uh, which is a, a real kick in the pants for David Johnson owners. Um, man, I think you can go ahead and start Watson. I think you can go ahead and start Cooks, Fuller. Duke Johnson, if he plays, I would say go for it. Mm-hmm. And that's it on this Texan side of the ball. Uh, Patriots, as much as we like to tease them, they're not a great defense anymore, uh, but they're no pushovers. Yeah, I think they you still can expect. Have Gilmore. Yep, yeah, I think you could expect a a, a a normal, an average output for this Texans offensive team. Yep, I agree with you there. Want me to pick first? Go for it. Patriots. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm Team Patriots yep. as well. I think Belichick outcoaches Romeo yeah. Cremel. De Harris, Damon Harris is going to have a really good week. I certainly hope so. I would be a fan of that. Next up, we have the Miami Dolphins taking on the Broncos. Dolphins are a team on the rise. Broncos are a team on the descent. I mean, were they ever up high? (laughs) I mean, they won the Super Bowl. Can you descend if there's no place to descend from? From, Okay, so you're talking from when they won the Super Bowl? Yep, yeah, with Peyton. Yeah, well, then that's definitely a descent. (laughs) I mean, the last couple of years, they've been pretty much the same yeah they've they've been a little rough they've I mean, seen better they, days 
They started Joe Flacco for Christ's sake. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Starting with the Dolphins side of the ball, uh, this is a great looking Dolphins team. Um, really, the team was a big enigma going into the season. Uh, but they've emerged as a really capable team. And I think they're in the upper half, if not the upper third of NFL teams at this point. Mm -hmm. They're just good all the way around, Um, especially with Tua. That makes them a dynamic team uh, and a little more safe than we saw with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I really like a lot of these Dolphins options um, as a team. I think Tua would be a fine, uh, you know, I think he's a, high-end QB2 this week. Yep. Um, I would be willing to start Mike Gusecki. He finally got some involvement last week with his new guy, Tua Tua Gavua. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You got the name. That was Nailed exactly it. how you pronounce it. Um, yeah, he got the targets. Didn't necessarily have the production, uh, but I do think that will come. And Devontae Parker, you know, I think he is proven he's a stud he had a touchdown overturned last week even though it was a phenomenal catch um yeah and i think that that wraps that up when it comes well, to running options okay. there you go. Run. andrew you are the resident dolphin running back whisperer yeah. uh, what's your breakdown well so this should be the last week that the dolphins will be missing miles gaskin he should be coming back from the ir after this week hopefully crossing my fingers but for now it's going to be another week of Salvin Ahmed, uh, who's had two very good games last week against the Chargers, 21 carries, 85 yards and a touchdown. This is a very, very good example of opportunity equaling fantasy points. So he's a starter. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to have more. Uh, no, yeah, no, no that's I, it. I think he is a legit starter. Uh, I do have him as a flex, um, but I think he can certainly produce. This is not a good Broncos defense, in my opinion. And I think Ahmed does a really good job this week against the Broncos. Yep. I like it. I just love Miami so much. Love this team. <laughs> uh, over to the Broncos side of the ball. Jerry Judy was limited in practice and is probable to play. Noah Fant did not practice on Wednesday with a rib injury. Not that anybody could tell the difference if he plays or doesn't play. Uh, Oof, Drew Locke did not harsh. practice, but he is still projected to play. Um, this is a team I don't like. Um... Man, yeah, you really don't like this team. I, I don't. And it's sad. My my dad is a hardcore Broncos fan. Uh, and it just ugh, I don't have. Maybe maybe that's why. I, I love my dad so get, much, but uh, get man, into the psychology. His, his taste in Broncos just. Yeah. Ugh. And shout out to my Uncle Chris. Uncle Chris is also a huge Broncos fan. Um, sorry to poo poo on your team. Weird thing. But uh, Melvin Gordon, I think, is the best fantasy option. And if you listen to part one of our week 11 preview, Andrew poo-pooed all over Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I don't like the run game. I do like the passing game, however. I should mention that. I like the Broncos Who? a lot more than Bryant does. Who? If Judy's Who? limited. He's still, he's still probable to play. Yeah, I'm still going Judy, here. and if Judy doesn't play, I'm going Tim Patrick. Right? <sighs> Tim Patrick, even when Judy plays, I think is a low-end flex. If Jared Judy's out, Tim Patrick is a solid flex. You don't no. agree with that? Tim Patrick's been no very decent this year. I'm out on this Broncos offense. Oh, I, uh, I think there's too many, too many roles that too many things need to go right for them to perform well offensively. And I don't think that's how the Broncos roll. And I think the Dolphins show up to play. I mean, I I do agree with 
with that. It, it comes down to a lot of different factors, and the big one is the quarterback situation. Uh, with Drew Even Locke, if Locke he's, plays, he's not good. I don't yeah, get it. I mean, it, it's not a good situation, but I would still, if Locke plays, I would go Judy and I'll go Tim Patrick as low and flex. If Locke does not play, I would just go Judy. Uh, Fant, I still have as a, as a start. Yeah, I have Fant as a high-end tight end two. Yep. We keep expecting it. Breakout has not happened, and I don't just expect it to it. start this week. Yeah. These two teams give me the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins all the way. Next up, we have the Jets taking on the L.A. Chargers. Starting with the Jets, this is a sucky team, uh, and I don't want yeah. any part of it. Andrew? I, what? <laughs> What is I'm up sorry. with that? I'm just no, salty. I, I like being angry. Lamichael P. Ryan, you know, right. he is the rookie running back who does appear to be the heir apparent to this running back mm-hmm. situation. Once Frank Gore assassinates him or moves on to another team. Jesus. So, man, yeah, I, I think P. Ryan, I would not be starting him. I do I'll think start. he is rosterable. So you're starting P. Ryan. I would start P. Ryan as a just a solid flex because ESPN's Rich Samini, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he reported that Michael P. Ryan will be the feature back for the remainder of the season over Frank Gore. They swap places on the depth chart. It'll be mostly P. Ryan now and less Frank Gore. So, you know, don't screw this up, Adam Case. You got a good thing going with P. Ryan. Um, Don't mess it up. So he's he's a little bit of a riskier play, but he's going to get the opportunity. And uh, the Chargers aren't the best against the run. Yeah, hopefully this is a Adrian Peterson, DeAndre Swift situation. Um, yep. But I would like to wait with P. Ryan to find out uh, before I commit. Uh, so that's how I it. feel, but I certainly see opportunity. the opportunity there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and wide receivers, Andrew, any interest in Mims? No. No Denzel Mims, no Perriman. I only like Crowder. And guess what? He is finally <laughs> healthy. Well, That's right. But but who and is not healthy? Sam Darnold. Is Sam Darnold. But I mean, that's been that's been the for weeks now. It's been Joe Flacco as the quarterback. And you know, last week when they're sorry, two weeks ago when they played because they had a bye week last week. Two weeks ago when they played against the Patriots, Crowder put up a touchdown. So. That's really all you expect out of a Jets offensive player. Is there a sadder person in the NFL than Sam Darnold right now? He keeps missing games due to injuries and mono, plays for the Jets and Adam Gase. Sees ghosts all over the field. Man, I... And now it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. I just picture, like, when he got drafted, he's like, oh, maybe I can be the one to turn it around in New York. Nope. No, sorry, it's, Sam. To be fair, I don't think it's all Sam Darnold's fault. Oh, I don't think it's Darnold's uh, fault at all. Uh, no. I think it's the Jets organization. Yes, but, he got thrown yes. into a rough situation. So it's going to be fun. I, I think Darnold still has some talent. Uh, it, it's going to be fun to see if he gets an opportunity next year. So He should get traded to Washington. Uh, hey, that wouldn't be a bad <laughs> option, but they're projected to draft the... I think Justin Fields. So we'll see how oh. that goes. We will see. Uh, and yep. over to the Chargers side of the ball. Justin Herbert is a beast on the field and not so yep. much in the salon. 
he got a oh, haircut. There and it is. He looks uh, a little like a fourth grader, but he uh, looks about twelve. Herbert, I think, is a beast this week. I think yep. he gets right against this Jets team. I love Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams. Uh, Andrew, when it comes to the run game, what are your instincts telling you? Is it the well, Kalen Balaj show once again? It is. It is Kalen Balaj, and you start him. Yeah. Justin Jackson's out, and Joshua Kelly is fading, so Kalen Balaj will be the number one back again. And guess what? He had a revenge game last week against Miami. <laughs> He's got a revenge game this week against the New York Jets. I love it. I love the storyline. Kalen Balaj is a locked and loaded start for me. What running back would you rather have in this game? What running back between Kelly and Balaj? Oh, you P- okay, P. Ryan or Balaj? I'll yeah. go Balaj. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. I do think Balaj is a start worthy player this week. Uh, these two teams. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. (laughs) Next up, we have the Eagles taking on the Browns on the Eagles side of the ball. uh, Man, they're finally getting a little more healthy. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey played last week, but did not catch anything. Uh, Their rookie wide receiver. Totally blanking on his name. (laughs) I kept wanting to say Jalen Ramsey, but I know that's not right. That's yeah, a, Rager is looking yeah. great. He this looks like a really good crop of rookie wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I think Raber Rager. Wow, you almost got uh, there. We're, we're, we're falling, falling apart. apart. We're going crazy. <laughs> I think Jalen Rager is a fine flex play this week against this beatable Browns defense. Yep, and I do think Wentz is going to be looking for him. Um, when it comes to running game, Miles Sanders I think is a locked and loaded starter. Carson Wentz, where do you see Carson Wentz on the QB rankings this week? Uh, he's a he's a low end quarterback one. Um, I got him on the same level as James Winston this week. Been comparing a lot of quarterbacks to James Winston, just above Alex Smith. Um, I'd I'd put him above James Winston. I like the connection to, to Rager. There's a lot of talent there. Um, and it's going up against the Browns defense, who they're they're okay. They made Joe Burrow look like a MVP caliber quarterback. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it won't be the worst thing. He's not going to win you the week. Um, but, you know, we've seen his poor performances like last week against the Giants. So uh, Travis Fulgham, uh, he showed up out of nowhere and looked like a star and he's kind of disappeared lately. Uh, what's your reading on him? Well, I think the reason, the big reason why he's been disappearing is because Jalen Rager has stepped it up a lot. So, uh, I would still have, I still think Fulgham is the second best receiver on this team above Greg Ward, but I'm definitely fading on him. Uh, I have him as a very low end flex for this week. Is he droppable? Mm, I'll give it one more week. Yeah, no, I'll give think- it one more week. See how he's involved because, like you said, Alshon Jeffrey came back. So now. Is Jeffrey going to outperform Fulgham? Is he going to be more involved? I think this is the game where we're going to find out. Yeah, I would drop Fulgham. Uh, I think you're right, though. If you want to take another week, I certainly understand that. Uh, But if you have to pick up another piece to play this week, I would be okay dropping Fulgham. I would not blame you if you drop Fulgham for like a handcuff on your running backs because we're going into playoffs. So, yeah, yeah, I am right there with you. And over to the Brown side of the ball. It seems like all systems go Um, other than Odell Beckham Jr. Who's out for the season. I would start Landry. 
Uh, I think Baker is a fine QB two this week. Uh-huh. Uh, Kareem Hunt was great last week. I think he'll be great this week. Nick Chubb lit the world on fire last week. I think he does it again this week against the Eagles. I, I'm not going to get fancy. I mean, I think it's no, that easy. It's, it really is that easy. This is a great, uh, really great run game. It's one of the situations where it is a 50-50 split, and they can both produce. So, I mean, 19 carries each last game, and they both put up big fancy numbers. So it's just a, it's just funny comparing them to to, like, the Ravens. Who can't do anything in a 50-50 split. So yeah. yeah, start your studs. Start everyone. Uh what about Austin Hooper? Yeah. I don't mind Hooper. Uh he definitely didn't have the best week last week, but the entire <laughs> you mean one catch really for eleven did. yards. <laughs> yeah, one catch for eleven yards, but he is he, he's got the talent and we've seen his upside. Um I'm trying to think of like a like a good comparison. Like I would take I would put Austin Hooper right below Eric Ebron. Okay. Kind of yeah, on that it. level where it's like a, a kind of high-end tight end two, maybe. So. All right. Yeah, I can't knock you for that. Um, yeah, and I think that wraps up uh, this matchup here. Mm-hmm. These two teams, give me the Browns. Taking the Browns. Oh, I thought we were going to disagree on that one, but no, uh, we are another not. another agreement there. It's, it's the run game, really. Next up, we have a very good matchup. The best team in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers, taking on the oh. Indianapolis Colts. I thought you were talking about the Colts as the best team. Phil no. Rivers MVP? Nope, oh, that would not go that <laughs> far. I'm joking. Um, speaking I of MVP, Aaron Rodgers in All a tough right. matchup. I would still start Aaron Rodgers. Devonta Adams and Alan Lazard were both limited in Wednesday's practice, and they're both questionable for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if Adams starts, you are playing him. Big time, if man. Lazard starts, I am playing him. MVS is dead to me. <laughs> he's been, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he's been good. You know, I can't not. Okay. When I say good, he's had big plays. Catching the football is still a struggle for a Mr. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, however, you know, it's he's one of those players. I think he is what Marquise Brown was supposed to be this season. Um, wow, he's a flash in the flame kind of player. Um, if you need a Hail Mary, you can do a lot worse than MVS. But I do have Lazard ahead of him when he is fully healthy. Yeah, it's going to be weird to see what happens when Lazard comes back. Because, you know, it really earlier in the year, um, it was all Lazard, but. You know, MVS kind of stepped up in that role. So I think this is the the last week where MVS will put up top points. Yeah, uh, and I think Tunyon, I think, is a solid tight end play this week. Uh, and Aaron Jones, you're starting with confidence. So it really pretty much everybody on the Packers is a week-in, week-out starter. Over to the Colts' side of the ball, uh, the Packers are just not a great defense. So... I would not start Philip Rivers. That has not been a winning gamble this season. Jonathan Taylor has been a massive disappointment, but I do think he can have success against this Packers team. I do have Jonathan Taylor as a flex this week. Naeem Hines, I think, is a stud RB2 this week with RB1 upside. I think he can wreak havoc on this Packer defense. Michael Pittman, another stellar rookie receiver. Broke out for over 100 yards last uh, last week. 
and I think there's a chance he can do it again this this week. Uh, he does have a tougher matchup for sure, uh, but I think Rivers is going to highlight that matchup, and I do think Pittman will get his. So, yep, I'm he's he's a starter. I mean, must yeah. start. I'm thinking 60 to 80 yards, and if you're lucky, obviously a touchdown. Um, but mm-hmm. 60 to 80 yards is the realm that I think Pittman will will be in this week. Yeah, I'm a little more confident. 80 yards is definitely where I'll put him at. And uh, yeah, hoping for a touchdown with a little bit of rushing yards because he runs the ball for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? Oh, oh well. Um, yeah, no, I, I like it. These two teams, give me the pack. <sighs> See. Here's the issue. Do right? it. Do it. We haven't disagreed with. No, Packers. No, we'll see. Picking Packers. Picking Packers. I'm picking Packers. We might disagree on more matchups coming up. Next up, we have the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Washington professional football franchise. The Bengals are a young team that I really enjoy watching. They have a terrible defense and a up and coming offense which is a recipe for fantasy football goodness. Yes. Um, Washington has not been bad. They've actually had a a pretty fine defense. However, I'm starting Burrow. Uh, I think he is a low-end QB1, high-end QB2. Uh, I would start T. Higgins as a strong wide receiver, too. He has earned it. Tyler Boyd, I think, is a low-end wide receiver, too, high-end wide receiver, three. Joe Mixon, if he plays, starting him. Gio Bernard, if Mixon is out. Yeah, well said. Easy enough. Yeah, that is an easy team to diagnose. Over to the Washington side of the ball. Andrew, in your yays yes. of the nays, you courageously chose yes. Alex Smith as a spot start for your quarterback problem. And I like uh-huh. it. I can't hate you too much for it. I wouldn't do it, but I, I certainly get where you're coming from, and your argument is sound. Scary Terry should tear this Bengals team up. Oh, uh, J.D. McKissick suck. is just receiving and receiving and receiving, racking up those points in PPR leagues uh, and even half-point PPR leagues. Mm-hmm. Other than those two options, interest in Logan Thomas, the tight end, uh, anybody else on this team? Not really. It's Alex Smith, the two running backs, Gibson and McKissick, and then Terry McLaurin. That's it. Okay. Yeah. No, I I can't Easy blame enough. you. I think stick with what you know. Yep. These two teams, give me the Bengals. Washington. Yeah, this is this is hard. It's I, I've been wanting to cheer for the Bengals. I just can't do it anymore. I am going Washington on this there one. There it is. There it is. Man. No, I can't got, can't knock you, and I'm not gonna say I feel faith. great about it. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Burrow gets it done. But uh nope. Yeah, the more you're thinking about it, the the less sure I feel. But I'll stick you, with you it. Wanna, no. Do you want me to make you even more nervous? Okay. Washington defense gives up the least amount of passing yards per game. 194. Yeah. Better than the Colts. I'm not worried about it. Joe Burrow's still a beast. Start yep. Yeah, you still got to start him because there's definitely potential. So. Well, boom. That'll be an interesting oh, one. I will it. be tracking that quite intensely. Mm-hmm. Uh. The final game we're previewing in our week 11 preview is the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Las Vegas Raiders Sunday night football, starting with the Chiefs side of the ball. It's not hard. You're starting Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, 
and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, are you trying no. to McCole no. Hardman, Denard nope. Robinson, nope. Sammy Watkins? <laughs> nope. Livium Bell. Yeah. None of that. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Uh, the Chiefs make it easy for us. Um, the people who do start are studs, and I expect that to continue. Over to the Raiders side of the ball. They pulled a miraculous win over the Chiefs earlier this season. I don't think they get it done again, but I do Gosh, think geez. that um, I do think Josh Jacobs succeeds in this matchup. And last time these teams played, I do believe it was Henry Ruggs who lit them up. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm not going to say I don't really believe in Algalore or Ruggs this week. Yeah, um, I still think it's going to be a close game. And Ruggs did have the best game of the season against Kansas City, put up a touchdown, uh, but only two two receptions for 118 yards in week five against Kansas City. I don't see him doing that again. I can see him around the 30 to 40 yards. Um, same for Aguilar. I, I think it's really all going to be the run game. So I wouldn't start any Raiders wide receivers this week. Dang. Uh, yeah, so Waller and Jacobs, is it for the Raiders? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Waller. I should. I obviously agree with Waller. Yep, I like it. These two teams give me the Chiefs. Chiefs, boom, boom. Yeas and nays. That was in part one. Listen to that if you haven't already, or if you're listening specifically for the yeas and nays. Andrew, you are a scholar and gentleman. Yes. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much for listening. That wraps up our Week Eleven preview episode, part two. Uh, Everybody, good luck this weekend. We wish you the best. Uh, in your fantasy match matchups, may the fantasy gods smile fondly upon your teams. Remember, pick up your handcuffs. Don't be dumb. Protect your running backs. Uh, if you can ask a small favor, if you could leave us a review or a rating on whatever platform you're using to listen to us, uh, makes a huge difference to us and it helps spread the word about this little podcast we believe in. Thank you all again so much for listening. We love bringing this to you, and we look forward to recapping week 11 with you next week.